0: I want you to do me a favor.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: I want you to hit me as hard as you can. What? I want you to hit me as hard as you can. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Cinema Clash, the show we. Two famous characters against each other and debate who would be the victor. I'm your host, Kyle Sasloni, and today I'm joined by Alex Arnosky and Pat Langan. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show, guys. Today we have some pretty groovy uh, battles. We got some hipster, hippie battles versus some cutting edge characters, and to top it all off, we got some philosophically um, inept clash up characters. I wouldn't say they're
1: inept in any way. Anyway, maybe
0: yours is. Well, we'll find out. Anyway, today, our, we have a special uh, first matchup today. We're going to do a little tag team action. We have the awesome hippie, well, not even they're not even hippies, but the hot, awesome, yes, burnout duo of Dale Denton and Saul Silver from Pineapple Express versus Sean and Ed, who do not have last names, from Shaun of the Dead. So, we're going to be pitting them against each other. Let's rock it out. What do you guys think about uh, Dale Denton and Saul Silver? Let's just start with them. Okay. Who would we like to start? Anyway, I just start, start it off. Go ahead. Okay. Um, <coughs> well, uh, Dale, like we said before, they're complete burnouts. Dale and Saul. Um, kind of like not able to function in society without, you know, Electric Avenue blasting and smoking some weed, <laughs> cruising down the street. Um, I don't know. I I don't think they'd win. All right. So I don't. I don't. Th- I don't. You don't
1: think they'd win in a battle between them? In a battle?
0: No. One? No. Okay.
1: So I, um. So now we have Sean. What what's what are the characters? Their like? names are I, Sean, oh, and Sean and they Ed. They don't have last names. Right. So it's just Sean so, and Ed. And I knew that. I don't know why. So Sean and Ed. Their goal is to survive the zombie apocalypse, and the only way they can do that is by using their resources. Now, these guys aren't exactly burnouts, but they're pretty close to it. Well, Ed is is pretty close. Ed is dead. Ed is is dead. He's pretty much useless. Pretty much useless. But Sean, there's an advantage, because you have Sean, and Sean is the brains, and Ed is the the dude who's kind of, just not there ever. Mentally, um, so I think that they have a they have the best chance of
0: surviving um, <clears throat> on planet Earth. <laughs> at least anyone, <anyway>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, okay. So you got Sean, who's in the movie. He, I mean, he's pretty he down resourceful. to earth. He's yeah, they're very resourceful. They there's one point in the movie in which they're throwing records at the zombies, mm-hmm. and of course, I mean, the thing is like they're able to survive the zombies, right? But I mean, if you were to fight stoners, who are pretty much like zombies. I would go that <laughs> You thought. would like say that, that yeah. um, I mean, they're going to be fighting them in a similar fashion, at least. They're going to be slow reflexes. They're not, yep. not going to be very bright. Yep. Um, but, on the plus side to Dale Denton and Saul Silverside, side, in the end of Pineapple Express, these dudes become like freaking superheroes. There is one awesome scene where Dale Denton, like, f- jumps down and flies like a Bat out of hell onto. I forget what his, what the bad guy's name <laughs> yeah, is. That, that. I forget what uh, the actor's name guy. is. The guy. Yeah, the guy that plays from Office Space. He oh, plays yeah, Lindberg yeah. from Office Space. Um, but yeah, like, and they're like they shoot people, and like they do stuff which they. I mean, obviously, Sean and Ed do stuff like they shoot people with yeah, Winchester. Right. They've never done stuff, but you remember Sean. Well, first of all, they both think that dogs... One of them thinks dogs can't look up, and the other one thinks that dogs can look up. And that's literally the the, the kind of the argument for the most of the the movie. But um, if you remember, Sean is shooting that Winchester rifle, and he he hits people maybe 33% of the time. He only hits about three zombies out of like ten shots. And with the Pineapple Express guys, they don't... They're not necessarily shooting a lot of people. I don't think they actually... I don't think they hit it. They, they actually they have shoot. a lot of Asian gang support. Yeah, they do yeah. have a lot of support on their side, but I feel like at the end of the movie, there is that there is that um, kind of realization that they both have that like, well, we're getting high, and that's kind of the reason why we're not being able to like that's why we're fucking up so bad. It's because we're getting high. So I feel like when they when they get to the end of the movie, they're not high anymore, and they're able to actually, you know commit to something, and they're actually... Able, and they have help with him from uh, Red, from Danny McBride. Yeah. Who comes out of the burning ashes. But, I mean, he, um, he helps a little bit, but, I mean, I don't know. This is a tough one, because if they're... Obviously, they're fighting each other, so... I don't know who do you so if you have to pick up if you have to pick a, a team. Who, well, who are you I, I just up? want to bring up one point: is you're up a lot of supporting casts yeah. For for Daniel, <clears throat> and Saul with Red, Nick Bride, right. and this Asian gang that's gotten involved, where they're just kind of like taking out everybody else. Right. I think um, and where you know um, Sean and Ed, they're kind of just by themselves. They've you know yeah. Sean's right. got his girlfriend. Most spoiler alert: most people have died. Yeah. Um, like his mom and his yeah. stepdad, and, and most people have died. So it's right. kind of like at the end, uh, Sean and Ed kind of get some support from the army, but at the same time, they've they've lasted this long on their, the own. Ba- on their own with a cricket bat. Yep. And records. Records. records uh, uh, yeah. A Pool Winchester. Winchester. Which Queen soundtrack? I, you yeah. can't beat that. <laughs> um, like I'll, I'd get fired up from that too. But I don't know. I, I'm still going with Sean and Ed. Okay. Think, sh- think, Alex, who you sh- going? Hands down,
1: Sean. and, Sean and Ed, Ed. They have no other help except from people who actually almost seem weaker than them themselves. in, yeah. in their in their whole uh, like crew. Yeah, and they surviving. kind of pull them down. And
0: yeah, I th- yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Sean and Ed here too. Only because when it comes down to it, the survival instincts, which is a huge part, as you'll know from listening, is a huge part. I think of of any of these these cinema clash battles is that. The survival instinct that kicks in with these people, that people that have not been put in these situations before, but when they're put into these situations, they act, and they react efficiently enough to survive. And I think that Sean and Ed do so enough in Shaun of the Dead more so than um, Dale and Saul from <laughs> um, uh, Pineapple Express. So obviously that's a... Full yeah. rubber yeah. yeah this, we're this, in. That's unanimous vote. Yeah. Okay. So our doppelganger vote today, or battle today, is um, is a Johnny Depp battle. Is a Johnny Johnny Depp is our doppelganger today, with a very interesting um, matchup with Edward Scissorhands by Tim. The director directorial movie from Tim Burton from back in 94. 3, I want to say. A little earlier It's um, around that. 90? It's around Yeah, Something really early early yeah. yeah. um, Versus um, SUNY Todd, um, with Johnny Depp, obviously, again. I think this is 07. like... 07. I think this so, is like the doppelganger, uh, like, dream come true. It is. This is. like I really the, do. I when really I explain think. the doppelganger battle to people, this is the all example the, that I give to people. When I say, well, we have this thing called doppelganger battle where... You know, we've, it's the same actor with two roles. And i would be like, uh, like, for example, Johnny Depp with Edward Scissorhands and Sweeney Todd. So, anyway. Uh, Pat, what do you think between... Uh, what do you think about uh, uh, Edward Scissorhands, at least, to, to begin? Edward Scissorhands? He's got more blades. You know? <laughs> I mean, he's got... We're, 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 he's, he's got, like, an, two hands full of scissors mm. and blade. He's, he's carbon topiaries, he's cutting women's hair, and one nick. From, on those women or one nick on that bush and they're gone. <laughs> he is... No, he... No, bush, meaning the the actual yeah, shrubbery. Got, okay. the Shubbery. Shubbery. Oh, Shubbery. Shubbery. And, uh, like, honestly, uh, he he can be... He's pretty precise with those. He's carving things. He's, he's shaping things. And, you know, if he wanted to use those for, for evil, it's very easy. I mean, there is one point in the movie in which he... He's going to help the the little boy who almost gets run over or something, I think. And he goes to help him and he's accidentally like... Cutting his face, and the yeah. kid thinks he's like attacking him. Everyone else that's looking around thinks he's attacking him, and he's actually trying to help the kid. Yeah, and he's mangling the shit out of this kid's face, <laughs> and he doesn't even realize it. Yeah. So I mean, could, pa- you, could you imagine the the power he would possess see, if he were to put his mind to it? I- and not to mention, okay. spoiler alert for Edward Scissorhands, he does impale a dude at the end. So he's not afraid to kill people. Let's just point that out, right? There. Yeah. Okay. Here, L- let's get it straight.
1: He's a passive character. He is a very He's passive a very character. passive character and yeah. by accident he has mangled faces. By accident. I mean not by accident. At the end of the movie, the end of the movie he, he does he purpose, does do something very noble. Inf- 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 impale that douchebag. But he's still a very passive person. He's an introvert. Right, he's so what do not, you think about I think that Sweeney, Sweeney Todd, Todd is witty. He actually has a brain. He's he's like he's smart. The guy the He's guy, not an
0: introvert, he's not like I mean, a he's not no, like a hermit from no, society. Not sure. As like well, he is the, he's been ostracized. Let, let me just right, let me yeah, make I a really good
1: so. a really good example. Sweeney Todd has the brains to persuade Edward Scissorhands to sit in his chair and cut his throat. He has enough say to say
0: Although I will Please say sir, sit sir. Edward Scissorhands could probably cut his own hair,
1: but that's beyond the He path. could probably cut his own hair. <laughs> but I'm saying like all that hair, like Sweeney Todd, he's like a barber out of respect. Edward Scissorhands might sit in that chair out of respect from another noble uh, barber, okay, so to speak. And I think that he would be able to lure him in his chair, slit his throat, and dump him in the basement. Period. He's smarter. He also has help. He has Mrs... Love it downstairs. Who would serve him wonderful pies? Yes,
0: wonderful pies. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: <The> wonderful pies. <laughs> the worst pies in London. I, I don't want one of those pies. <laughs> Nobody wants one of those pies, but they eat the pies. I think that there's a smart team at play right. there. So keep know that this, this is, is not a team. Yeah, this, this is just Sweeney Todd. This is one v one. yeah. We're, we're eliminating Sweeney's, support. But right. I know. I know. Mrs. Lovett in general like is in love and everything, and 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 has almost manipulated Sweeney <clears throat> Todd. She really has. But who's really manipulating who trying to get revenge? Yeah. It's kind of it, – I, yeah. I really think that Sweeney Todd, in this situation, as much as I love the fact that I think that as a passive character with many scissors for fingers
0: yeah.
1: could could totally impale Sweeney Todd. I think Sweeney
0: Todd has the the wit to – Okay, so you think – Off okay. scissor hands. So, Alex, you, you're giving the, the vote to – Props to Sweeney Todd. Okay, so Alex vote to Sweeney Todd. Pat – Okay, I'm um, just closing argument here. I just want to break something up, and I hate to bring up another guy wielding blades on his hands, <laughs> but I feel like, like Edward Taser hands has got a Wolverine <laughs> like berserker <laughs> attack, like where it, man, he's he he just wants to protect people. He's he's a very protective person, and I think. Revenge and anger, I think protection and love outweighs that. So I think, you know, he's going to win in the end. If he's trying to protect Winona Ryder, if Winona Ryder's hanging up there, about to get her throat slit by Sweeney Todd, I think. I want to
1: rebuttal because I think that I see a, a really good place to do that. Okay. Out of love, he's doing this. Sweeney Todd has no. Other motive except for love and, and, and the revenge of his yeah, but wife. I, that's
0: exactly why I think that's his downfall. Because why, why throughout the movie that's he's blinded by yeah. that and he's only trying to get back at the pe- he's only trying to hurt the people he wants to hurt. He'll only keep kill people up until the fact that he needs to kill Judge Turban in the movie. But in general, come right. on, I think I have to go with come Pat on this. On. I think that I got to give it to Edie Scissorhands that. Out of survival instincts, we've seen Sweeney Todd hurt someone and kill someone only because he, he absolutely needed to. We've seen Sweeney Todd murder tons and tons of people, obviously more than Edward Scissorhands has. But I think if it came down to it and the two had a battle... I th- well, first of all, Sweeney Todd has definitely... I think he's got more weapons physically on him. I mean, Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands has more uh, weapons on him. Um, and I think that he would... I think if he needed to, if they, if it came down to it, it, he would, he would defeat. Sweetie talk. Just one last comment. I think with, I mean, have you seen those things on his hands? I think he's got the reach too. He, they're like, they're like yeah. seven, eight inches, as, a, as opposed to a straight blade. Yeah, you know, I think he's got the reach. All right, so and he's got some protective leather too. So the win uh. goes to S- Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> <laughs> get, get, get him straight here, Edward Scissorhands. All I have to say, Edward
1: Scissorhands. If you disagree with us, please email us yes. and tell us what you think.
0: Cinemaclash at gmail.com. Anyway, uh, we have a great clash-up today. Yeah. Our clash-up today is uh, its very interesting because there's a lot of different levels you can take this on. Um... So, Pat, who are you going to be representing today? I am going to be representing, uh, representing Neo <laughs> from The Matrix.
1: And Alex, you're representing? I will be representing Dr. Manhattan from The Watchmen.
0: Okay, from Watchmen. All right, so how you guys know how this works. Obviously, I'm going to explain this to the audience really quick. You're each going to give me one minute of your argument why your character would be the opposite person's character. And then the opposite person will give me the same and then I'm going to decide who had a better argument and decide who would be the victor. Um, so, Pat, you're going to start? Quick question. Yeah. Uh, who goes first? Pat, well, since you're our guest today, you will go first. Yeah, but you're our guest. Okay. But I, first. I, think, I, I think, think the second first. has an advantage. Okay, but all right, all right. I think you're the guest. Okay. The second, well, I mean, if you want do you want to go second. Right, how about this? For second, Pat, since you're our guest, do you want to go first or do you want to go second? Um, I'd like to go second because I'd like to... Rebute any of Alex's comments. I
1: think impossible. that's. I think. I think a coin flip. A is coin flip
0: only fair in this situation. Should we? Should we do new real? Uh, like some real new confusing like NFL playoff overtime. Uh, <laughs> all, right, all right. So now. Here. We, so so now we're going to do a coin flip. A coin flip. This, 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 all right. So out or Pat, you can choose heads or tails, and then you can choose if right, you win, okay. you want to go ahead, okay. first or second. Right, it's oh. heads. So Alex, do you want to go first or do you want to go second? I would love to see Pat go first. Okay. Okay. All right, Patrick, you know the drill. You have one minute to decide to, you know, debate yeah. my Your... argument. Yes. Okay. okay, ready? Starting now. Okay. Um, My first argument is Neo is the one. Okay. He's, he's it. He's got it. He's got it. And besides, all right, here's my main... We don't know where Doctor Manhattan is in a timeline. Here is he in the Matrix? Is he in real life? He's got a lot of powers. Is he, he just fantasy? Like, yes. Yeah. Is he just no? Well, I mean, honestly, you got to figure: is he in the Matrix or is he in the real world? Um, Neo has powers. Yeah, he's the one in the Matrix. He can bend shit. He's gonna dodge this, and um, you know, he's got a lot of manipulative powers in the Matrix. But also, as you see, as he progresses throughout the trilogy, that he has the powers outside of the matrix and he's able to you know do things not only in the matrix but outside and we don't know where dr manhattan is if he's in the matrix or outside okay all right alex you now have one minute to do yours your minute starts right now whether or not Mew is the one dr
1: manhattan whether he exists in or outside of the matrix Well, let's put it this way. He can be plugged into the Matrix and still have the same dominating powers that he has. If he's outside of the Matrix, he still has the dominating powers that he has. Multiplying himself, being able to... If Neo can do the same thing as well, um, awesome, but can he blow him up with his mind? Also, you know what? I'm going to just go out on a limb here and just say that Dr. Manhattan's limb is a lot larger... (laughs) At any point in time, then Neo's limb. Okay. Now, this is my this is this is the other thing. Whether you're in reality or not in reality, Dr. Manhattan can travel wherever he wants to go at any time. If he wants to go to Mars, he can go to Mars and float in a bubble. If Neo wants to go there, yeah, he can go there. But Manhattan still has enough right. power to blow him
0: up. That's it. That's your minute. Okay. Very interesting arguments from both of you. Um, uh, If either of you has one more thing to say, really quick, rebuttal anything you want to say about the other person's thing. You're you're first first because I just went. It wouldn't Just really quick, like one statement. Um, I don't think bringing in giant blue genitalia into the (laughs) conversation is much (laughs) argument. I didn't bring – I said Lim. You said Lim. I said Lim. I think we all knew what you were talking about. (laughs) Um, And we don't know – if Dr. Manhattan has this power in the Matrix, we don't know that he has it outside of it. Because he could be plugged in and thinks he has it, And but outside of it, we don't know for the fact that. Why didn't, like, Morpheus recruit Dr. Manhattan? That's a wonderful argument. <laughs> 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 but,
1: <laughs> but even if he's inside, he's way smarter than Neo. Neo, let me put it this way. Neo is only human. He is only human. No matter which way you think about it, he has a timeline.
0: So. Dr. Right. Manhattan does not. You have both give very good arguments. Um, I will... I mean, Dr. Manhattan does have the... Physic... Like, he's, we've seen him... Bl- he's come into, what? The Vietnam War. And he's killed all of the Vietnamese. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm <laughs> just saying... But I mean... Alright. Even beyond that, he's got... You know he's got the the power to stop time. He's got the power to take things apart and you know re- recreate them in any any fashion he pleases. And then we have Neo who can literally almost f- do he's anything. Godlike. He's godlike. He's practically godlike. He can fly. He stops bullets. He dies if comes back. I don't even know how many times he comes back in the series and dies and comes back and dies and comes back again. This is
1: this is not biblical times,
0: okay? Right. Well, I'm just saying. Anyway, but I mean, we do know that, and 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 knowing that as far as whether it's the matrix or the real world, I mean, it is a relative argument. Um, but I mean, assuming that we're we're not in the matrix because if, if we're in the matrix, we're assuming a lot of things all the time. Um, I mean, you, you could say that about every argument, uh, not even whether it's Neo's part of it or not, that you're you know, whether you're in the Matrix or whether you're not in the Matrix. But I think just in general, knowing that the two characters and, and, and what their abilities are, I think I had to give the the upside to Doctor Manhattan and, and the fact that he can, from what we've seen him do in in the movie, compared to what we have seen Neo do in the movie, is I think it just we've seen him move to Mars and create an entire. S- clock yeah. of a machine on Mars and just stop people and and just and just move people like stop time and just he's he's I think he's he's more godlike <laughs> than neo is I, in general I I'll accept that um, just stating the fact that I was I was torn on this. I really was because yeah. like, I, I could yeah. see no, both, sides. both sides. No, it's definitely it both sides. Like, and, really and really and it was really, I just had to take a side. No, yeah. And I, I completely, like, I'll accept any... any right, no, way. no, just I think well, they're I both... I, a, a, I feel great. like yeah, if, if you can accept the fact that it's it's part of the Matrix and that Neo knows the fact that it's part of the Matrix and Dr. Manhattan isn't aware of the fact that that's a the fact, then I, well, I, I would say, well, Neo has the upper hand. Right. But, I mean, you can't assume that... That part, you know what I mean because that's part of the movie and that would be part of – that would giving him oh, like yeah. home field advantage quote unquote. Yeah. So I mean you can't really assume that, but I mean you know. So yeah.
1: I mean, Doctor Manhattan is a very large man.
0: He's a very <laughs> large <laughs> man. Very uh, large multiple blue times, man. multiple <laughs> so multiple men. So thanks guys <laughs> for, for joining me on this episode of Cinema right. Clash. You. Loved being here. We'll right. hope to have you back time. again. So yeah. um, thanks guys and right, yeah. uh, join us next time. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Cinema Clash. Please visit cinemaclash at blogspot.com for past episodes and ajaznetworks.com for our other great podcasts. And if you have any questions, comments, or even a suggestion for a battle, email us at cinemaclash at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 623-AJAZZ64. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook for the latest updates.
1: show and more at a networks originally different media for your personal taste